Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 263 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about one of the biggest pleasant surprises of the baseball season, the Texas Rangers. Over the last two prior seasons, the Texas Rangers had been one of the worst teams in all of baseball, losing 196 games in that two-year stretch. So coming into this season, expectations were not super high, even though the last two off-seasons, the front office has been super aggressive, signing all-star infielders Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon, and finally investing in their pitching staff, signing Jacob deGrom, John Gray, and Nathan Avaldi. The Rangers, as of now, are leading the AL West and have a 40-22 and record, and I felt good about the team the minute they hired Bruce Bochy to be their manager, a man who won three World Series titles with the San Francisco Giants, a team that was never looked at as a juggernaut and led the Padres to the World Series in 1998. He gets the absolute most out of the roster he's given. Bochy recently became the 10th winningest manager in the history of the sport. He will end up being the Rangers' best offseason acquisition. I know there's been a mixed bag of success recently when it comes to hiring old school baseball managers. For the White Sox, it really didn't work out with Tony La Russa. And for the Mets, as of this moment, it's not working out with Buck Showalter, even though they had a great regular season last year. For Bochy, I think it's a different story because he retired on his own. He's a guy who has recently had success in the sport of baseball. Bochy, it feels like, is a guy who just quietly does his job. He doesn't feel like a dictator like some of those other guys feel like. All of his players really like him. Like every great Texas Ranger team that has ever produced, this one has a stellar lineup. The Rangers currently have seven players in their lineup with at least a 290 batting average and lead Major League Baseball with a team average of 279. That's 14 points higher than the second place Rays, who are batting 265. The team's best offensive player has been outfielder Aroldis Garcia, who quietly drove in 100 runs last year and who this season already has driven in 52 runs, the second most in the league. His teammate Marcus Simeon is third in the league with 50 RBIs. The teams with the two best records in all of baseball right now are the Tampa Bay Rays and the Texas Rangers, and I look at both teams and see similarities. Both teams are super deep and both have excellent managers, the Rays with Kevin Cash and the Rangers with Bochy. The big difference between both is the team's payrolls. Texas has the ninth biggest payroll in the sport with $195 million, while the Rays are in 28th with a payroll of $73 million. It proves there are two ways of contending in baseball. You can develop a team with the money ball style, or you can spend money. And it is impressive how wisely the Texas Rangers have spent their money recently. Things are going great for Texas, but they did get a bit of bad news as ace Jacob deGrom, who the team had just given $185 million is going to have Tommy John surgery and is likely going to miss the rest of the season and all of next. But one of the reasons I'm not super worried is because of the resurgence of pitcher Nathan Avaldi. The 34-year-old is having a career year. He's 8-2 with a 2.24 earn run average and was named AL Pitcher of the Month of May. And John Gray, who had an up-and-down tenure with the Colorado Rockies, is currently 6-1 with a 2.51 ERA. I would also expect 
expect the team to make a trade near the deadline to bring in another starting pitcher. If I were them, I would be aggressive and go after another ace. I would go after Cleveland pitcher Shane Bieber or Marcus Stroman of the Chicago Cubs. This team needs to take advantage of this moment, and Texas's downfall has always been their starting pitching. They have good starting pitching right now, but if they could add somebody to replace Jacob deGrom, they could be a World Series winning baseball team. People will now look at the Jacob deGrom signing and say that the Texas Rangers made a massive mistake, and I can see you saying that, but they had to overpay to get Jacob deGrom to go to Texas. Texas is one of those markets. They have always had to overpay their star players. They are the ones that gave Alex Rodriguez that historic contract that they ended up trading him away anyway. This is what the Texas Rangers have had to do. They are not one of those marquee markets that every superstar wants to play for. They had to overpay to get Jacob deGrom. They had to overpay to get Corey Seager. They had to overpay to get Marcus Simeon. This is what the Texas Rangers have had to do. And sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. I have hope that DeGrom will bounce back from this. There is a history of older pitchers coming back from Tommy John successfully. I think the best example is John Smoltz. You also have Justin Verlander recently who came back and won a Cy Young. It can happen. And for Texas, they are banking on it to happen because they did invest an enormous amount of money in Jacob DeGrom, who is one of the more talented pitchers in all of baseball. And again, I believe this is a big loss for the Rangers, but it doesn't have to end their season. They still have Nathan Avaldi, They still have John Gray. They still have a really good starting pitching staff. If they can add one more guy, maybe it doesn't even need to be a Shane Bieber type. Maybe they don't need an ace. If they can just get another quality arm to replace DeGrom, I think they're still going to be in it for the rest of the season. They have a great chance to win that division, and once they make the playoffs, anything can happen. I'm also having this thought. Bruce Bochy is currently the manager of the Texas Rangers, and his former San Francisco Giant ace, Madison Bumgarner, is a free agent. If Madison Bumgarner is going to produce for anyone, you think it would be for Bruce Bochy. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if the Texas Rangers look into bringing in Mad Bum. He's one of the best playoff pitchers of all time. This is a team that is in the playoff hunt. I don't know what Mad Bum has left in the tank, but if anyone can get anything out of him, it would be Bruce Bochy. Those two guys have won three World Series together. I would like that move. It wouldn't be an expensive move. The Rangers could probably bring him in for a few million dollars. He wasn't good for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I I believe he can still be a piece on a team that can win a World Series. Even with the Rangers currently leading their division, there are many who believe they won't end up being on top by the end because of one team and one alone, and it's not the LA Angels, it's the Houston Astros. The Astros are going to be there till the very end. They have that championship core of Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, they still have Jordan Alvarez, they have a really good starting pitching staff. And if Jose Abreu ever plays like Jose Abreu did when he was with the White Sox, that could get that team 
to the next level. The Astros are missing Justin Verlander. I think that's one of the reasons they are not currently leading the division. But by the end, I think the Astros are going to be aggressive at the trade deadline. This is a team that once traded for Justin Verlander. The Astros are not just going to sit and let the Rangers take this division. And I do believe a key factor is which team is more aggressive at the trade deadline. Now, the Rangers have spent money in the off-seasons, but are they going to make that big move to put them over the top? Because we've seen the Astros do it in the past. They've been aggressive. They've made those trades. Now it's time for the Rangers to make that trade to put them over the top and get them to finish in first place in the AL West by the end of the season. The Rangers, by the deadline, have to be the more aggressive team because the Astros have been there and done that. Yes, the Rangers have an experienced manager, but these other guys have not won. Nathan Avaldi has been on a winning team. Corey Seager has been on a winning team, but a lot of these guys have not. Marcus Simeon has not been a part of a championship core. Aroldis Garcia has not been a part of a championship core. If the Rangers want to be taken seriously, they need to make big moves by the deadline and even small moves that will really pay off. And again, I do believe the key is bringing in another starting pitcher to replace Jacob deGrom. Yes, I feel good about the fact that you still have Nathan Avaldi and John Gray, but a third pitcher, and I like Martin Perez, he's a good pitcher, but the Rangers to me need that third guy. The Rangers as an organization have never won the World Series. They went twice in the 2010s, led by manager Ron Washington, and a core that included Josh Hamilton, who was an MVP at that time period, won the home run derby. I mean, he was one of the biggest names in all of baseball. Ian Kinsler, one of the best second basemen of that era. Nelson Cruz, who is still playing. Michael Young, one of the all-time Texas Rangers. They traded for Cliff Lee. They had Elvis Andrus, a nice young upcoming shortstop. They had everything, but they suffered a brutal seven-game loss to the St. Louis Cardinals. That was a series where David Freeze came out of nowhere and won World Series MVP. The Rangers have always been overlooked because of that fact, but this is a team that has had an enormous amount of talent on their roster over their history. They had Nolan Ryan as their ace at one point, throwing no-hitter after no-hitter. They've had Pudge Rodriguez, the arguably the best defensive catcher in the history of the sport. In the state of Texas, they've always been second fiddle to the Houston Astros because the Astros as an organization have always been more consistent than the Texas Rangers. There have been years where the Texas Rangers have been great. Like I said, they went to -to back-to-back World Series, but they haven't been as consistent as the Houston Astros, who always seem to be in the mix. Yes, the Astros went through that rough period, but then they brought in Altuve, and they've been on a great run this last six to seven years. The Rangers have been in and out of the mix. They've been that forgotten team. A lot of the times they've been a good offensive team that don't have any starting pitching. And I think some of their stars in the past 
past have been overlooked. Adrian Beltre, when he was with the Texas Rangers, was the best third baseman in the sport, but we weren't talking about him because he wasn't playing for one of those bigger markets. The Texas Rangers have been overlooked, and so have their star players. Even now, I don't hear a lot of people talking about Aroldis Garcia as a potential MVP candidate. I mean, I didn't even know the guy drove in 100 runs last year until I looked it up. Nobody was talking about him because he plays for the Texas Rangers. And if the Rangers want to change that, they need to win the World Series or they need to get there. And I do believe in this team because as good as they are right now, they can be even better. Star shortstop Corey Seager has missed some time due to injury this year. If he can get back to all-star form, their offense can even make that next level. I mean, they have a free-headed monster in that lineup with Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and Aroldis Garcia. The minute the Rangers gave Seager that enormous contract, we were all thinking back about when they gave Alex Rodriguez that kind of money. We all thought that Corey Seager would have a short stay with the Rangers, that they would continue to be a bad team, and that within two years, they would trade him away. Well, look where they are now. They are 40-22 and and leading their division, and he has a real chance to be a big difference maker for that team. I do believe he's a key factor in the Rangers taking that next step to not only making the playoffs, but making the World Series because he is a guy who has been there. He has been a part of the LA Dodgers, one of the most consistently winning franchises in the sport. He has won his division consistently. He was a part of that team that won the World Series and has a real chance to be a cornerstone of this Rangers franchise for years and years to come. And then you have Marcus Simeon, a guy that the Rangers also gave a lot of money to, and there were a lot of people saying this is a bad contract. He just had a one-off year with the Blue Jays because the Blue Jays had a stacked lineup. Well, now here we are with Marcus Simeon having the third most RBIs in the sport. This guy is a masher. He is one of the best offensive infielders. Defense used to be an issue for him, but he has seemed to fix that issue. He is going to be a perennial all-star talent for the Rangers. And like all good teams, the Rangers have had some surprise contributors this year. Catcher Jonah Heim has driven in 46 runs this year, and third baseman Josh Jung has driven in 39. These are all-star caliber numbers for guys I've never even heard of until this season. These are two young players that the Texas Rangers have produced, and that's what I think the Rangers have going on. They have this great mix of veterans that they paid for and young players who are playing up to all-star potential. Aroldis Garcia, Jonah Heim, and Josh Jung. I mean, those are three young stars. Those are the future core of the Rangers. That's exactly what the Houston Astros have. They have not only older players that they have, they also have young guys on the rise. And those are the teams that are scary. Those are the teams that consistently win and compete for World Series titles. This isn't just a year thing for the Texas Rangers. I think they are here to stay. And if I'm being honest, 
honest, I'm one of those people that is really surprised the Rangers are where they are. Because I thought if there were going to be a surprise team to dominate the AL West, that it was going to be the Seattle Mariners. But star outfielder Julio Rodriguez has been up and down this year. His batting average isn't there. He's not playing at that MVP level he was. Now, at some point, I think we're going to see the real Julio Rodriguez, but the Mariners have not been consistent. I think they'll compete for a wild card spot, but they're not going to be that surprise division winner that I thought they might be. And then you have the Angels who have Mike Trout and they have Shohei Otani. They're five games above 500, but who knows if they're even going to keep Otani. That's the big question going on with the Angels. So those teams are not as good as I thought they were going to be. And now you have the Texas Rangers who are right now better than the Houston Astros. And I do believe one of the biggest reasons why is Nathan Avaldi. Now I saw Nathan Avaldi pitch a lot when he was on the Boston Red Sox. He was a World Series hero when they won in 2018 and he came out of the bullpen. He was excellent in that series. He should have been up for World Series MVP. That's how good he was. Now this past offseason, I didn't think that much of the fact that the Red Sox didn't bring him back. Like I thought Nathan Avaldi was an older pitcher. He was okay last season. He wasn't great, but I thought that's fine. They don't want to invest a lot of money in Nathan Avaldi. That's okay. But the contract the Rangers gave him really wasn't that risky. It's basically a two-year, $34 million deal that has the chance to be a three-year, $63 million deal. In other words, the reward far outweighs the risk. I mean, the Rangers have an ace pitcher, and it's not the ace we all thought they were going to have. We thought it was going to be Jacob deGrom. It has now become Nathan Avaldi, and I think this is the best thing possible for the Rangers, because if the Rangers make it to the postseason, we all know Nathan Avaldi is a big game pitcher. He has been there before. He has been on teams with championship aspirations with the Yankees and Red Sox. He has pitched in big games, and he is having his absolute best season with the Texas Rangers. And yeah, he's an older pitcher at 34 years old, but he's not that old. And I like the idea of giving pitchers short-term deals. I think more teams should do that. They should be willing to give a guy like Nathan Avaldi more money, but a shorter-term deal. And it's really paying off for the Rangers. Whether the Rangers win this division or not, they have already far exceeded my or anyone's expectations for how this year was going to go. I believe you can bank them in to make the playoffs. I'm here to say that this team will make the playoffs, whether it's in the division or the wild card. They will make the postseason. I think they will make those necessary trades that need to be done. And I will not be shocked to see them make the ALCS. I would love the ALCS to be Rays and Rangers. I think that would be exciting. I think Astros and Rangers is what I would want most. The battle for Texas, I mean, that sounds amazing. The Astros are the team that's been there. The Rangers are the newcomers on the rise. That's always the kind of matchup you want to see in the playoffs. And it's always fascinating to see that if a team that comes out of nowhere in the regular season like the Rangers are doing can sustain itself for the postseason or will the moment be 
too big for them. Like, I can't wait to see Aroldis Garcia at the plate in a big moment in the postseason against the Astros, against the Rays. This is a team that won 68 games all of last season and already have 40 in early June. I think the Rangers are the real deal. I think you should start taking them seriously as a real contender. I know losing Jacob deGrom is a big blow. I know he's a big name, but the Rangers have produced all year long. And guys like Nathan Avaldi and John Gray, who have been good pitchers in the past, but have not been big names, are getting the job done. And I believe will continue to get the job done. Every year in baseball, there's always a team that comes out of nowhere and wins way more games than what you were expecting. And this year, it appears to be the Texas Rangers. Again, I'll admit I never thought they would be this good, but the minute they signed Bruce Bochy, I felt good about where they were going because there was no way this guy was going to come out of retirement after winning three World Series with the Giants for nothing. He was going to come because he believed in the team and that made me believe in them. Now they've arrived way earlier than I thought and that's the best thing possible. Watch out for Bochy and the Rangers come postseason time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>